<laughs> Welcome back to another exciting episode of Movie Issues. I am your host, Judge Scratchy McMuffin, here with my good friend, Emperor Fishy McClump. Mm, yes. Or as, as the world knows us, as Leland and Spooky. Until now. Right. Now, I am meow? Emperor meow? Fishy McClump. Right, meow. <laughs> we took a cat test, y'all. Stupid. We are far too old to be taking a cat test, but we did. I think I think it's ridiculous because you hate cats. I it, love it, cats. It is. Yeah. Like, I, as, as much as I am not a fan of the 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 blood sucking creature known as the feline, that is bothersome. That pictures and memes I think are adorable. They make me giggle, and I'll I'll jump on a cat quiz in this heartbeat. That's why I'm the emperor because. I love cats. Doesn't matter. Your, your name's Fishy McClump. That's a lousy name. Emperor, Fishy McClump. Dude, I'm just I'm just scratching McMuffin. Dude, I may name a dog that someday. <laughs> it's not a bad dog name, I guess. <laughs> Mister Scratchy McMuffin the Third. <laughs> what happened to the first two? So they're in the yard. Mm, deep under the yard. <laughs> it's, it's pet cemetery. <laughs> I don't want to be buried in a pet. Cemetery. I don't, know I don't that. want to live my life again. It's the Ramones from the Pet Cemetery movie. Oh. The second one. Look, I know I, I'm not the biggest Ramones guy. Rock, I'll be honest. Rock, 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 high school. I know that. The big one. Um, Sheena's a punk rocker? Sheena is a punk rocker. Sheena this is. This movie I know more than I thought I did. <laughs> Look, if it ain't KKK took the baby away, I don't care. And that's the one you don't know. I'm trying. No, I'm trying to remember. Is that a Ramon song? Or yeah, is that it's a Ramon song. Is it? I'm yeah. trying to. I want. I feel inside my my feline heart that that's something else. Oh, if I'm wrong, then my uh, iTunes needs to be fixed. Okay. All right. Well, I, <laughs> no, I'm, no. I'm not saying I bought it off iTunes. I'm just saying in iTunes oh, it says that. <laughs> I'll trust iTunes this once, but just this once. We are continuing with our love fest towards the older comic book movies because summer has technically arrived mm. not weather wise but it's getting hot it, but, nah, it's getting hot okay it's not that hot yet Let's i had see. to put a fan up okay i've had a fan up all through winter because it's california but <laughs> ease up but the big budget blockbusters they're, they're here now they here they, on... they have started and and we're the onslaught has become the norm we can't get away from it right now uh, free comic book the free comic book weekend always now at this point launches the summer blockbuster because it's always the first big comic book movie of the first year. Saturday of every May mm-hmm. for the last couple of years free comic book day if you're a nerd you know what that means and it was a big nerd weekend yeah. not only was it free comic book day it was May the 4th be with you day yes. which kicked off our love fest we're also doing right now on Facebook of the 30 days of photobombing of Star Wars stuff. Photobomb <laughs> <laughs> the shit out of our site, Which has been fun. I, yeah, I yeah. generally had a good time with it. Um, some answers are um, wrong, but that's fair to all you listeners. Uh, <laughs> and me. Yeah. Because I'm and you. also not always correct, according to Leland. <laughs> when it comes to Star Wars, right? Yeah. That's <laughs> um, why you're the judge. <laughs> just just kidding, y'all. Everyone <laughs> has a right to their, their opinions and love for the, of the Star Wars. Except the prequels aren't good. Okay, um, but the big one was is Iron Man three has, yeah. has has arrived. It's been set upon the world, and the reviews are in. People either um, love it or hate it. I found that there is no happy medium between those two. 
I like to think that there's uh, the nerds and everybody else. You and me are kind of an okay example, I guess, because we are definitely on the opposite sides of that spectrum. I'm more in the middle, but you are definitely on the far right of that. I didn't know how much it upset me until I wrote that article about it. Right, and it's been a week and you're still talking about it. I just... I wish... Like, you're texting me in the middle of the night. You're just like, I hate it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Why, Leland? Why? <laughs> <be> really awkward. <laughs> I just sent back a picture of, like, some random celebrity looking at you. Like, just, trying to, just trying to cool me down. <laughs> Look, here's a boob. <laughs> ah. um, not like, there's... There's the movie shininess of it. Mm-hmm. That's well and good. It's a very shiny movie yeah. that's entertaining for two hours. Yeah. But the nerd in me can't get over some of the things that are inside the movie. But also, and equally, like Shane Black's... Um, uh, his... Ter- interpretation? Yeah, his interpretation of the entire world doesn't um, make it feel right to me it feels alien uh, (laughs) because he fought aliens i guess (laughs) yeah in that other movie the better movie um i feel that the movie sticks out and and with with in in the realm of all marvel movies and i'm including them all not just the iron man yeah it really sticks out in the iron man's um I feel that they set up a certain style of filmmaking and that this is a, such a drastic departure from what we have known and seen that it is going to be a different take. I think the difference makes it very artistic. I, I like some of the stylistic choices they made in the film. With it's the, shiny. It, it's not, I'm just not talking about visual okay. effects. But like, I generally thought Shane Black made an okay movie, but I do feel he fell into the stereotype of sequels of the it has to be bigger and better Mm -hmm. i don't think bigger and better automatically always makes a better film yeah um because like it's not with these movies and with like comic books in general it's not always the spectacle it's uh it's the driving emotion of the story right oh and and just for everyone we're not going to spoil anything so you're okay we're we're keeping it vague for people who haven't seen it yet so don't worry but there's a long beep like from from where (laughs) i was speaking i accidentally let something slip that couldn't be edited out yeah it's like (laughs) Uh, the, the music will come up. Yes. <laughs> Let's go into the lobby. Let's go. You know, it'll be one of those. Leland will play me off. <laughs> I just, I, 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 I feel it was a good movie. Um, I don't think it was a great movie. I don't think it was better than other movies. Um, I still think Iron Man 1 is a vastly superior film compared to pretty much all the Marvel movies. For me, it's ranked Iron Man and then Avengers. And then, you know, the other ones follow. I think Iron Man was, it's, because it's solid. It's a, not as only is it a excellent comic book movie, mm-hmm. it's an excellent movie. movie. Yeah, just in general um, cinema. I honestly, it gunned in my head, Iron Man 2 or 3, I'm going to want to watch part 2, but here's why. I know it's a bold statement. Here's yeah, why, though. Not to me. No. <laughs> um, what I do feel was missing from Iron Man 3 was that there were no other superheroes in it. I know that's a weird statement, but this world is like become... now that the world's expanded. Yeah, I know that's weird. Else. I know it was the first one where Nick Fury didn't roll up and be funny. 
True. You know, True. and 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 as we've been talking the last couple of weeks, I really love that donut shop scene <laughs> with Nick Fury and yeah. Iron Man. So, I think for me, I I enjoyed it. Um, I had some issues with it. There's some crazy shit that happens in it that I was like, oh no, that's like, not working. For me, even in the god and alien world that we are now in, yeah, I, I feel that this phase two of Marvel is, they're like, phase one was, we got you in the door, you know what we're doing. Phase two is, get ready y'all, we read some comics, and they're going to be crazy. Uh, I feel we're entering a really crazy kind of the next wave. But like, I don't feel, I don't feel that this movie was true to comics. I feel this movie is really the genetically engineered fire people weren't comic booky for you. I I get it, and <laughs> yes, the story is lifted from the extremists. No, I'm not even talking about that. That's real fucking comic booky. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, that's my point. So is a giant alien in space. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. We've seen sci-fi movies where that's acceptable. So is so is a laser sword that only goes so far. Dude, How's it know when to stop? Come on, man. How's it know when to stop, Leland? Because the, the gem within the hilt tells you. The, come, everybody fucking oh, knows that. clearly. You can control the beam. That's why certain swords are longer than short. Man, Ashoka's had two. She had a long one and a short one. Get your shit right. Yeah. I may know Trek, but I know my wars, too. <laughs> yeah. That made sense. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, the story is lifted from the extremists, not extremists. Don't listen to that movie. Both words are stupid. <laughs> It's yes, made, made up words. There's there's some some comic comic booky shit going on, but the movie itself doesn't feel like a comic book movie. It just feels like another blockbuster movie to me. I'm I'm not saying that's not fair. Yeah, I mean we we've, we've talked about it. We we both agree <laughs> at nauseum yeah, at this point. <laughs> we we agree with each other's opinions, uh, and I mean I agree with you that it's still a, a, a nice, shiny, entertaining movie. I just can't get over my nerd shit. Yeah. I got. I got Hulk-sized nerd rage going. Your nerd thing is over the big thing that happens, and mine is over smaller, accumulative things. Like like three or four things are rolled up into one. You're like, I'm like, no. It's not just stop it. (laughs) It's not just the one big nerd thing though. It is also how the movie feels different. Those are the two things that I cannot get over. And I'm usually pretty good about getting over shit when it comes to the comic book movies. Yeah, well, I I feel there was hey. It was bound to happen, man. <laughs> I feel with like five movies like that all feel universal, this one stands out like a sore thumb and it bugs me. It doesn't feel like maybe, it's a part of the rest of the world. Maybe that's because we you've been, I mean, I'm say me and you, I mean the world, I you know maybe we feel we've come complacent with this style of filmmaking that we've expected. So something that's artistic and different we're automatically avert. not avert to it because yeah. as nerds, we don't like change. That could be a reasoning. I'm not saying that is the reason. Um, I'm just throwing it out there. Like, for example, kind of a stretch, but go with me. Mm-hmm. The first two Harry Potter films are Christopher Columbus's bullshit. They're very standard. There's no excitement in those movies. It's like he went on set, opened the book, and said, okay, we're going to do this today. Yeah. Chapter um, three. Yeah. And it's they're kind of the lesser two of the series. Part three, they brought in a real director, shit got crazy, and it made all the money, and they were like, well, fuck it, we'll just keep bringing in creative people. So, not that I'm saying anyone who's directed at this point has not been creative, but I think this is proving that they're going to start just seeing some new stuff. 
But then again, I, look, I mean, the bottom line, Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be the weird one out of this bunch. It is going to be. So, so we should just relax now. This is going to be really... <laughs> And I know you had an issue thinking, is Iron Man coming back? Because he's done four movies, he's almost 50. You, you were kind of really bothered. Like, like how long is, is he... Robert Downey Jr. going to keep doing this? He was on The Daily Show recently, and they asked him that same question. And he was very much like, oh, no, no. They will have to peel my dead body out of that suit. Like, he was very much like, I'm still going. That's neat. That's neat. Well, when you get $75 million off a right. movie, I'm pretty sure you're going to yeah, keep yeah, going. Yeah. <laughs> you just you keep know. doing it. Um, I mean, they did a good job making him making him look younger in the movie. Well, CG's really awesome. Yeah, <laughs> so, shit is on top. But I also think he takes care of himself. Well, now. <laughs> but yes. remember way back when? Yeah, the black tar heroin <laughs> days. <laughs> when he was just throwing up in the gutter of the Viper room and shit? After a dirty blowjob, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From a dude, probably. Oh, no, I Once. meant he was giving. Oh. oh yes. <laughs> Yo, God, get your drugs, y'all. <laughs> I thought it was cool, man. <laughs> um, that um, that's that, we just wanted to touch on it. It's a yeah. thing. It's happened. You, you know, it's... we do want to know what you think, though. If you haven't already commented on uh, either one of our reviews uh, up on the site, yeah, mine's more of a general movie review. I yeah. felt yours is the nerd comic book standpoint review, and I feel that bounced nicely because yeah. like, I we, honestly. I'm not that angry. We we talked about it ahead of time. You know, we don't always do. Actually, this is the first time we've done two separate reviews for the same movie. Uh, and although, like, you were a little more bothered at first, but you've easily gotten over the issues that plague me at night. Yeah, that I, keep me awake. That that I just don't care. <laughs> I randomly blurt out obscenities in the middle of the night. Now, now this all could change next week with Star Trek. I could be really angry, and you could be really complacent. Because that's the one I don't care much. Yeah, that's, exactly. Like, that's the movie I want to just be shiny. <laughs> that's the thing is, Iron Man has never been my boy. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, these are good movies. All right. Now, Thor's never been my boy either, but I really like that last movie. So i got a lot of hope for Thor. And the trailer's badass. And it's got number nine in it. So that's yes. always an impressive thing to me. Doctor Who, if you didn't get that. Um, but the one that I'm really excited about is Cap. Because yeah. those photos of him and Black Widow, Nick Fury, fucking Falcon. Yeah, he's a Falcon. <laughs> it's like so. I can't wait. That's the one I'm. I'm putting my stock in. Yeah. Um, but that's enough of that. Because staying with today's theme of Marvel movies, mm. this is a Marvel movie, not Marvel Studios, but a Marvel yes. character. One of the earlier, um, you know, pre X Men, pre Spider Man days, pre everything. Yeah, this was kind of the. I guess this is. I mean, yes, there were some Spider-Man or some Marvel movies that came out before, but this is kind of the beginning of the last big budget blockbuster from any comic book film was the year before this. This we're talking about Blade came out in nineteen ninety eight. Uh, nineteen ninety seven was Batman and Robin, and that all but killed everything. Yeah, it killed. So this killed Batman was kind of a fresh breath air in the sense of this was a R rated comic book movie with. Tons of blood, a lot of fucking f bombs. Like yeah. they just don't give a shit. Just cursing left and, and right. And I think that's what made this movie work, though. And that's you know, if I, they had tried to take it the PG thirteen version, yeah, it would it not have worked. worked. Yeah. Blade is a uh, lack for a better term, a Max character. Yeah, 
you know, like he would be in the max line of Marvel books. Now, unfortunately, they keep trying to pigeonhole and shove him into different random books occasionally. Like sometimes they'll give him his own book, which is terrible. And then he, he joined the X-Men for a while there, which was terrible. Like he's just a character that doesn't seem to be able to work very well anymore. But he was created 1973, Tomb of Dracula, number 10, was his first appearance. Nice. These dudes from the 70s. That's why. Oh, do you imagine he, if he looks like he's from the seventies in the comics? Oh yeah, he's got the fro. Yeah, yeah, he's like that Adventure Brother character. Like, what, what's that? What's that dude's name? Oh, uh, I can't remember. He fights the Blackulas. That dude's that dude's that dude's fly. Yeah. Uh, but like you know, created by Marv Wolfman and and Gene Cullen, passed away recently. But those are two big names yeah. in the comic book industry. This Blade's got a lot of weight behind him, and it sucks that he doesn't get the respect in the comics. Is that on purpose? <sighs> Me? What do you mean? No, what? this sucks. Oh, I didn't catch that. I'm sorry. Okay. No, it, that was not on purpose. <laughs> but now that you pointed it out. It's kind of funny. It, now I just feel, I feel sheepish. <laughs> 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 but <laughs> I just can't stop staring at you right now. I want to hit you. <laughs> it's, just, it's like, it's punch in the face. But uh, Blade. Wow. Written by... Uh, by David Goyer. David Goyer, he's, he's big nerd. All over the place. Yeah, I mean, he wrote um, Justice Society of America, and then Jeff Johns took it over. Mm-hmm. He Batman Begins, he's the second writer upon of all those Nolan films. He's written and directed his own couple movies. Granted, they weren't huge, but, you know, he's he's doing a thing. He's Dang out there. Yeah, the Crow 2. Oh, that's oh, good for you, David. All the Blade movies, the Ooh. Batman movies. He wrote all three Blades. All three of them. Look, let's quickly talk about the other two, just oh. to reference. Okay, okay. Yeah, that there because we're not going to do those. <laughs> not not now. <laughs> <laughs> there is Blade Two, which is uh, Del Toro's, which looks great. Looks fantastic. Yes, I can't stand it. Kind of weird. It's it's so that weird um, vampire mouth vampire tube yeah, thing doesn't work for me. It looks like something Helbo would fight. Funny you say that though, because Ron, uh, Ron Perlman's in uh, Blade Two. Why is that funny? Something you said. Something the Hellboy would fight. Oh well, they're friends. I just figured he's always in his mood. They're good old ladies. <laughs> they love hanging out with each other. Um. Uh, yeah, Blade 2 just didn't work for me. I thought the CG just was terrible. Um, I thought the storyline was being held together but thinly. Uh, yeah, it just it wasn't for me. Not saying that it's not for someone else could have really enjoyed it, and if they did, all power to and them. It just didn't like, work for me. Maybe they liked the TV series, too, that was out for like two seasons. Oh, I don't remember that also, until you said it. Also, David Goyer. Was that Common? No, it was just a dude. No, it was a rapper, man. Um, uh, Not a famous one that I know of, then. Click that shit. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Sticky Fingers. Don't know who that is. Uh, so not common. Yeah, no, no not common. <laughs> Otherwise, the show might have been lasted more than like two seasons. <laughs> oh, wait, no. One season. <laughs> yeah. Just one. 12 episodes. <laughs> you can buy that in one box. Yeah. <laughs> 15 bucks, tops, Walmart brand new. I think it's 15 is being generous. Yeah. Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, part two just didn't it didn't really work for me. Um, now part three is abysmal, but it is so bad it loops around. It loops around to the best movie ever because <laughs> it's oh, for sure 
it, honestly, Ryan Reynolds yelling at Parker Posey, any of those conversations is is pretty funny. So that gets me through a lot of that terrible movie by just laughing at how Parker Posey's in that. That's actually the big one for me. I'm like, they got you? You're like Miss Independent Queen. Like, you don't hey, do these. Sometimes you gotta pay rent. <laughs> Triple H is the big yeah, vampire with the Pomeranian vampire. Oh, God, the fucking... <laughs> I, really, I really don't like it. Uh, I can't remember if I've ever said this before in, in the previous Vamps podcast, but I really hate it when animals turn into vampires. I well, especially because they got really the vagina face from part two. Like, yeah, they were just regular. Like, like, the jaw splitting open, like, jello bones yeah. fucking. Uh, and your favorite, Jessica Biel. I don't like her. I know, that's that was oh. why I, that was that was being sardonic. <laughs> I th- well, I thought maybe because, you know, she's attractive. <laughs> no, no, but I, I know you do not like dull, her. <laughs> dull as a fucking <laughs> stick of wood. She, like, she doesn't she, bug me. She <laughs> does not do any. She's a robot. She's a heartless, emotionless, emotingless robot. That's kind of harsh. You don't know her. She could be a generally very nice she person. She might be a good person. <laughs> she's a terrible actress. She's married to JT. You like JT. She, she didn't marry JT. Dude, they've been. What? Wow. Yeah. JT married a robot? <laughs> Hope he finds out in time. <laughs> right? Before the uprising. What if he's John Connor? Then we're good for the good song and dance <laughs> yeah. before he saves the world. Oh my god, that video will be tight. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Blade, um, I generally do enjoy Blade. Uh, in watching it tonight, I think it's wavered slightly in my love because I'm not a teenager anymore. But I will say uh, the best part of Blade is still the opening scene. It's one, yeah, it's one of those movies that has a great opening that, scene. I'm, that ta- I'm not just talking the, the, blood, really... the blood rave. I'm talking even the action yeah. after uh, it. Yeah, everything until he leaves yeah. that, that poor, the, yeah. the one human, which with... No, I don't know. We have it's to assume weird. there was more humans was in a, the blood ray, but we only focused on like the one. Only one person freaked out when the blood was coming out. Like, <laughs> if I was in a, La, you know, a lot of ecstasy, maybe they just thought it was colored water. Maybe, maybe um, they had their mouths open. It tastes a little irony. Yeah, Tracy Lords was into it. <laughs> Tracy Lords, mm-hmm. remember Tracy Lords? Yeah. Tracy Lords is like she's in the credits. Like she's like number six or seven yeah. in the credit line. She's only in the one. It's scene. a. It's just this brief. It's cameo. like a cameo. Like yeah. hey y'all remember Tracy Lords? Because there she is as a vampire. I mean, at the, oh she's dead. At the time she's more relevant. <laughs> was she? Yeah, at the time I, she's honestly, more. Re- I didn't know she who wa- she was. She was breaking into legitimate film. Oh yeah, legitimate film. Yeah, I mean she was trying anyway. <laughs> uh, from from that other stuff that she was doing oh you mean the porn where she was taking dicks <laughs> oh left come on right. man what? Like, just, we're adults here just, just saying that's why the explicit's on the front of the podcast boom so, uh, i i do i think the blood rave is awesome i think it's 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 a great I, scene it's, like because it you learn so much about that world in that one scene like these are vampires they're bloodthirsty yeah. motherfuckers who don't care they're not glowy they don't sparkle they don't fall in love <laughs> You know, None of that bullshit. Yeah, they're they're just Fucking, they're, Fr- Frost has got two chicks left and right. He's got diamonds and pearls. Uh, <laughs> He's fucking pimp shit. He's got I, ebony and ivory just cruising through the movie. Oh, literally. Yeah. Because 
that is the darkest woman and the whitest woman too. Like he got just. It's tough to get whiter than a Russian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, his his blonde uh, Gwen Stefani looking bitch is like. Just... She's some Ukraine model or something. I think this was her only movie. Not unlike Blade's main squeeze in this, Nabushi. <laughs> character's it's, name is Karen. But we will refer to her as her real name, yeah. Nabush. It's, or it's Nabusher. rare. It has a hyphen at the front, which Apostrophe. is weird. Oh, that's not a hyphen at the front? No, a hyphen is a dash. Oh, okay. Yeah. Look, look, I don't do the English. Just dropping grammar bombs on <laughs> look, you, it's alright. They've all read my reviews. They know <laughs> I'm not. You're a talker. <laughs> I'm a talker. Talk. <laughs> uh, how would you say her name? Is it Nabusher? Or is it uh, Nabush? I would go Nabusher. <laughs> Because it sounds a little prettier. <laughs> like, you think her parents? <laughs> think her parents just held her. We shall call her Nabush. Yeah, because it was Nabushor and Naboche. <laughs> like, that's a family name to them. <laughs> Nabushi aside, yeah. back to the rave. Because she's not in the rave. She's not. She shows up later. <laughs> um, I just really like making fun of that name. <laughs> you did. You really did. During the movie, a lot, too. Like, it's such a stupid name. Um, McMittens. Uh, <laughs> Dude, don't, yes. don't, don't fuck with McMittens, man. Uh, the, the rave scene, like you said, it establishes so much without telling you, just showing you. It's all these vampires in the back of a, like, um, uh, a beef a slaughterhouse. shop. Yeah, of a, of a slaughterhouse. <laughs> Running a rave. Tracy Lords bring this, brings this random dude. <clears throat> who, you know, thinks he's going to get laid. But in his defense, though, she was really teasing yeah, him She out. grabbed his dick in the car. Okay, I wasn't going to say that just so meanly. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't, was that mean? Uh, meanly was the word I wanted I mean, to use. <laughs> I invite chicks to grab my dick in the car. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Make a quick right turn. <laughs> Uh, the, it's got that amazing song. That's still a fucking jam. It's I, a good song. I don't know what the fuck it's called, but it's played in every club to to pump up the the whole crowd, everyone in there. Uh, and you know, once the the bloodbath starts and all the blood starts coming out of the the, the faucets, it you know, like it's it's hectic. Like everything it happens exactly as it should for that scene. And the rest of the movie is tough to hold it, up. It never ramps up that hardcore again yeah even the final fight scene doesn't have i feel the stakes that the first fight scene did something about something about that first bloodbath rave scene it's just it's just it's just badass it's a great introduction to a badass character which which then then we get blade starts talking and then it's oh that ruins it it kind of like oh wesley i love that (laughs) the fucking the fucking uh um Fire extinguisher thing. Help me out here at all. The the psh, the fucking the thing the blood's coming out of. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The water spout thing. Yeah. On the top of the ceiling that puts out fires. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. And uh, now the audience does. <laughs> like it covers everything, and then it runs out. Uh. And then we have this nice slow pan up of Blade, spotless. Oh, Blood no. everywhere else. Yeah, yeah. Blade is 
continually spotless through this whole movie. Yeah, the brother think, doesn't get unless he, he he gets shot occasionally, and that's when he gets yeah. a little blood on him. Um, and he gets cut up a little bit. Snipes don't get dirty. No, he's not unlike Bill Murray at the end of Ghostbusters where everybody else is covered in marshmallow and Murray was like, oh, you're not putting that on me. Nope, Snipes ain't having it. Me and 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 St. Sig's over here are going to look hot and you guys can look like whipped cream, you know. But it's, and then it's a great fight scene afterwards. It is. We learn how to kill vampires with, um, silver, silver. Well, actually, we technically learn later. But, yeah, but we're like not he's, stupid. We can he's figure it out. tearing up these these vampires that just disintegrate after what looks like a tiny cut. It doesn't look like <laughs> it takes much to kill a vampire, honestly. I, I think it's a little inconsistent as far as like what blows kill a vampire. Oh no, I think because they, he's they just tell a you ju- like silver to the heart or the head, but he's just he's, slicing. And I icing. think he's just a badass that they don't care. Oh, he's a badass until he speaks and. He's telling you with every stoic gaze yeah, that he's a badass. I, I honestly let, let's let's talk about Mr. Snipes here for a moment. Mr. Um, Snipes. I, I kinda am confused at his choices for the role. For this role specifically. His uh, actor choices. Uh, okay, yeah, this role. I mean his life choices haven't been great either, but we'll just do Well, this. sure. He's he was in jail. <laughs> so clearly not making good life choices. <laughs> okay. Let's be honest. Tax evasion. <laughs> Not like that he went out and shot yeah, someone. He wasn't like hustling drugs or nothing. But you know what? Do your taxes. <laughs> I do mine every year. I just, I don't know what his choices were as an actor when he was reading. Like, I, if he should, I, I have to assume that he did some research, read a couple Blade books, you know, did some, talk to the creators like maybe. I, I've never read a Blade comic, so I don't know it's, like the only Blade I know is from the Spider-Man cartoon. That's pretty much the same and thing. And even he was a little more chatty than this fucking I just I just it's I'm confused at some like I said his choices and he seems to kind of just expect the other cast members around him to do all the work to exactly like I find that she's giving more exposition and so is Chris Christopherson than anybody else and you're in the movie isn't called Nabush it's called Blade (laughs) therefore he should be telling me things and I kind of feel he's just kind of along for the ride in essence you know he's got this chip on his shoulder which he never ever stops talking about no even in all three movies he's still really pissy and he's always just like oh my mama died I get it I get it Batman your parents are dead now (laughs) Honestly, we've talked about it for four movies. Let's stop. And it just kind of was, you know, Blade just kind of, he's got his weird weapons and stuff, but I I think the downfall of the movie is, honestly, it's probably Wesley Snipes. It could have been better with a more fun hero. Even even as a a rated R flick where, like, you can get by on violence Mm -hmm. and and cursing. Yeah. Like, a, a more fun actor... Would have made this movie a lot better. But the, we see that in certain scenes, though. Like, when the cop accidentally shoots him and he gets, like, really gangster on him. He's just like, motherfucker, what are you doing? And you're like, okay, now that, right there, is more entertaining. <laughs> Your favorite line of the whole fucking movie that you rank in, oh, in the top t- of cinema. Terrible line, though. I didn't say it was like, oh, my God, this is the line I want to have on my you, tombstone. You told me before he said it. <laughs> right. oh, I, can't, I love it when he says this. And I'll be honest, that was the teenager mindset. Hearing it tonight, I don't remember it being as awesome, but it still is a great line. At the end of the movie, when he 
kicks a glass syringe into the bad guy, which seems ridiculous because it's like, wouldn't it just be easier to push it? Yeah, just throw it like you threw the other five. And you know what, brother? When you kick it, that glass is going to break. Also, not as accurate when you kick things. (laughs) You were doing pretty good with the throwing. Well, he is a superhuman, so, you know. He is. But the line is, he says, is like, there's always some motherfucker trying to ice skate uphill. I love it because it's stupid. It means like nothing. I get it. Means, it. Oh, I get what it he's trying sense, to say. You know, but literally, off, right? but <laughs> figuratively, you can ice skate uphill. Technically, it's tough. It's not the best way to do it. Take the lift, but it's doable. I I do. Um, yeah, it says what, what? What's the bad guy's name? Uh, Deacon Frost, Deacon, played by uh, Stephen Dorff. Yes, <laughs> oh Stephen, um, he's a really good bad guy in this. He is good. He's a decent evil vampire that who's not a pure blood who's upset by that. And um, we talked That's about his how chip on his shoulder he, he, again never shuts up about it. Everyone really just likes to complain they a lot. They got hang movie. up. Um, Everyone's got a hang up. <laughs> I do think Chris Christopherson's got a bad leg and he's constantly crying about it. And cancer. And cancer. And he's old. And he's old. And he's still upset about his music not doing well. Like, right? you know, he's just upset in general. He's but an angry person. But I do like his character though. Like I would spend more time with Whistler. Maybe. Because he's funny. He's the funnier of the two. Yeah, and yeah. I just like to laugh. Um, the Deacon Frost is, you know, his whole plot is the, to raise La Magra, the yeah. blood god, and become this omnipotent, yeah, the uber vampire is basically what he wants to be, but, like, I feel that there's so many inconsistencies along the way to get him there, that it becomes comical as a plot point. Mm-hmm. Like, all the purebloods or keep yelling and yelling about how no no one can um, decipher the decipher fucking vampire the, bible but, but yeah it's like no one they've never heard of a computer yeah <laughs> cuz he puts it into a computer and, and the fucking Rosetta it's Stone the fucking Rosetta Stone just explains the whole fucking ritual to him easy peasy gives him a graph and shit and he's like oh i get it and, he's like, <laughs> and Udo cares like no one can read it <laughs> you're like really cuz the Mac just did. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like the Apple One <laughs> fucking figured it out. And you, you're telling me for thousands of years. Thousands. Fucking. Thousands of years, yeah. Fatty Arbuckle back there in the basement <laughs> couldn't figure it out. Is, I like Udo Kier, though. Oh. Okay, We've talked yeah. about him before. Oh, the best. <laughs> I, the I best. enjoy his death scene, actually, because it's so... Um, Vicious between yeah. the two vampires. Like, like, like as a vampire, that's did he that's the worst way you could probably his fucking fans. Oh, so and, then, and I love it when he throws them on the table. Like, all right, this is how we're gonna do things. Yeah. And he, but I also was like, wait a minute. So just because you sit in the big man's chair, yeah, doesn't make you the boss. You still got wait, like twelve no, other fucking who did not raise a finger. Yeah, not even that Orinishi chick didn't even get up and kill him at the dinner table. Like As she should have. Right. That with been, her with her katana now. <laughs> Fuck the Aruto. But it would have been amazing. It would have been Because <laughs> in the movie turned to Kill Bill, we're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. <laughs> this is a movie mashup. But that, like, that's, that's like fucking, like, ripping off a dude's balls and just dropping them on the table. Like, there's nothing you could say after that. Like, right, that's, yeah. That, that shows that you are the hardest motherfucker in the room. Like, pulling out a dude's fangs, fangs the vampire's fangs. And just tossing them out there. Yeah, it's like, a good scene. But I do find it unrealistic yeah, that everyone, no one reacted. Everyone else should have just shot him. 
Yeah, especially like, that Orson Welles looking motherfucker. Like this motherfucker right here. Pop. Yeah. Like you tell me they don't have silver bullets. What also blew my mind was just like, wait, if it's a pure blood table, why the fuck are you even allowed yeah. in that room? Yeah. Like, I mean, they explain it that he's causing issues and they and he's getting too big and too open and the public may become aware. Yeah, the, and I, the they're trying to that they have with humans. Yeah. Like there's who secret... made that truce, or is, are we just? Unaware of the truce with the vampires. We're unaware, yes. Oh, so it's not really a truce. It's more or less they're, they just they they realize we're their food. They better keep us around. No, I think we've seen that movie. What happens when <laughs> vampires just eat us all? That's a good one. <laughs> Nothing I mean, good happens. Green Goblin was kind of weird in it, but I did. <laughs> I, I do forgot. Say, yeah. I forgot Willem Dafoe was in that. <laughs> yeah. We used a Green Goblin, and my I was like, dude, this Jurassic Park, dude. Like, come on. <laughs> Clearly, yes. Willem Dafoe oh. was not attacked by oh. a raptor. Because realistically, if Willem Dafoe... You may not want to drink during this comment. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I know how you get when I get you going to roll. Uh, if Willem Dafoe was in Jurassic Park, he would have played all the velociraptors. Yeah. No makeup. Just him. Just him he, with his little arms in the prey position, just had, running around. He'd have an amazing like raptor call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it would take on the the T Rex and win. He would have put on a better makeup job than say a Robo Goblin. Yes. <laughs> In fact, now that I think about it, I would like a remake of Jurassic Park where Willem Dafoe plays all the dinosaurs. <laughs> Clever billionaire. Girl. <laughs> billionaire dream remake of Jurassic Park with Willem Dafoe. You know what would be best though? Mm. You've got like Ozzy Hunter like moving through the brush trying to get the Raptors. Ozzy, and- as in. From the land down under. Yeah. Not Ozzy Osbourne. No. Yeah. I just I just don't know the character nor the actor's name. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, I like the idea of Ozzy Osbourne but, stuck on the island. But instead of <laughs> he just going around biting the heads off of, uh, of dinosaurs. Uh, he's the T-Rex. He's the T-Rex. <laughs> Sharon! <laughs> but instead of uh, him delivering the clever girl line. It's just fucking uh, Green Goblin just popping up in the brush. <laughs> just clever girl. <laughs> just lunge. How the fuck did we get there from here? <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, we're talking about uh, Stephen Dorff. Yeah, so that final fight is kind of <laughs> not awesome. It's You know what? I feel it... it's got a good build. It does have a then, good build. He, but then he, the payoff... He kills... Let's talk about that bullshit. Whistler clearly shot himself in the head with a garlic lace silver bullet. All things indicated, yes. That brother was dead. Dead. He was not Not coming back. back. Also, you have that endearing scene where Wesley Snipes can't show any emotion, look at his father figure when he's dabbing him yeah. with a cotton swab like brother this doesn't help it yeah. he's dying he's look dying. at the man and tell him you love him like he, come on you're not even wiping any of the blood off you're just he, smearing he, it he around he take off his glasses I'm like I get it you're hardcore oh, your, your father's dying oh you have issues with the glasses I have issues he's, he's a vampire he has to keep his eyes at night he's got you know it's, in every it, movie it's uh, nearsightedness at hmm. night. they're yeah. prescription sunglasses well, he, because they're part vampire bat he uses sonar not visual sight so he doesn't need the glasses at all so he's got eyes like fucking Ray Charles right, you just gotta really pop everything I brought <laughs> to the table um, I'm ready I'm ready I'm gonna swat it down like fucking badminton and shit <laughs> the 
Yeah, he, 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 Wessler dies, clearly, but is back in part two with some bullshit explanation by Ron Perlman. Yeah. Which we're going to move on. Um, but watch that movie if you want to hear it. <laughs> they, 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 you know, they got all the 12 pure blood heads of state, like underneath the yeah. gifts, glyphs, Under or whatever. Under La Magra's tomb or whatever. Right, which happens to be in the same barrel New York City that they're in. Um, the city always had paper in every shot. Like, that's a really Weird. messy city. Yeah, like, obviously you're trying, to, you're trying to show, like, oh, shit be tough on the streets. I honestly thought they were in a post-apocalyptic world because it was that dirty. <laughs> that, that much shit is flying in the very windy city of... Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> we don't know. Like, we tried to find out in the credits where this was filmed. Mm-mm, Assumably so. Canada because it's cheap. Mm. But I no idea. They don't tell you where it is. And really, it doesn't matter. It's not important. Now, you had issues with the little baby skeletons within the skeletons coming out with wings. You just thought it was weird. Part of this whole final scene, like the releasing of La Magra, um, like all the purebloods, uh, like they're... Demon souls are trying to escape their body. All right, sure, we'll go with that. It's it's kind of weird because up until um, up until this point, actually, like they're constantly like explaining away vampires as like, oh well, you know, they need blood because their hemoglobin trotters can't, you know, yeah, it's a lot of scientific other... gobbledygook yeah, about like, like oh, how you can cure the vampirism with science, yeah, which negates everything if you're a pure blood. So if you're not a pureblood, you can get cured, apparently. Because she cures herself. Yeah. You can but get, she yeah. can't cure Blade. Well, no, he Blade was born, chooses not to. But he was but also, also born a vampire. Yeah. So. If you're born half-blood, half-vampire or more... You, Daywalker. It's, it's, no, it's not going to happen for you right now. Right, right. Um, not unlike red-headed half-children. Daywalkers. Who can be gorgeous. I have nothing against uh, the gingers. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You are a... You're beautiful. <laughs> like no a, matter what they say. Ah, uh, god damn it. <laughs> Did I beat you there? Uh, no. God, okay. I would never... You weren't ready for that. No, I'm not going to ever make a reference to that bitch. <laughs> Extina? Come on now. You know how I roll. Yeah, we... we she got an hour a couple weeks ago. <laughs> She's done. She's done. We're done. We don't mention her anymore. For life. <laughs> the, There's not another movie with her in it that we're ever going to watch. <laughs> so we're good. <laughs> She's done. No more. <laughs> the fight scene between Deacon Frost and Blade is kind of interesting. Um, mm. No, I mean it's interesting. In the, the, well, if you've ever seen, you had not seen it. I've I've watched a lot of the, the making of on the DVD. It was a really comprehensive DVD with a lot of special features. And they talk about how originally they wanted this giant like blood monster. No. That's, you can't spend the majority of the movie with a dude being evil and then turn him into like a giant monster like, and not like, have a care. Like we kinda we kinda mentioned like he's he's a good villain. He's uh he's that uh I don't give a fuck about fucks. No, he kind of care cool. at all. Yeah. Like he's, yeah. As as much of an asshole he is, he still struts through every scene. Like there ain't a motherfucker in this room cooler than me right now. No, he's or wearing ever like fifteen hundred dollar t shirts. Like he just doesn't yeah. give a shit. And him and Blade, like they start where he got the sword. I don't fucking know. He just kind of appears. That's the at, least of our problems. I, I know, but I know. It, it, like like you and the Iron Man thing. This bugs me. I'll be thinking about this late at night. Like I'll wake up <laughs> and be like, where do you get the sword from? You know, because he hasn't had a sword the entire fucking yeah. movie. We have no idea he could. Even Maybe he had fight. sword envy and he just really wanted one. Like Blade Maybe he manifested. It out of blood. 
I'll accept that. It's a comic book. Okay. So, but they start doing their sword fighting thing, and you know, and, and this is where which isn't even that great. No, it's not. But the this is where I think the idea that someone had once decided they wanted to do a CG monster in. 98 was a bad decision because even when he gets cut in half and his body goes flying up and the blood kind of yeah. creates it granted i can't remember what i thought about it in 98 i can't imagine i thought it was good special effects then i bet you did i, I have to assume i did but looking back at it now it doesn't look as good no no that's all i got <laughs> Like, I mean, it's... It's it's stupid for me to comment on it saying, oh, it doesn't look that good. Of course not. It was a long time ago. 15 years ago. Uh, it's a move, like, just to kind of... In, in, in the heat of the of the moment in the movie, it's just like, oh, he... You know, Frost ain't going down that easy. No. You know, like, you just cut, cut him up. Like, Blade turns his back to him because he's a cool guy and he don't give fucks either. You know how, um, I don't know much about the art of war, but I know mm -hmm. turning your back on your opponent, not yeah. the best decision. Never lower your eyes to an enemy. Mm -mm. Uh, wax on, wax off, and no mercy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Uh, this is your show. It looks... It looks... <laughs> I think I think it looks fine for a fifteen year old movie, yeah, 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 um, yeah, and it's it's, it, it's an effect to be like, look, you know, uh, you're not gonna kill uh, Frost like you've killed every other vampire. He's yeah. too powerful now. Well, but yeah, for, he's got the Lamagra in him. Yeah, but like, I don't know, like I felt like Lamagra was really hyped up and then very little delivered. Well, yeah, but like, that's... with the exception of like, oh, like I'm cut in half and now I'm pulled back together. No, because <clears throat> as we just stated earlier, like they, they talk about how the vampire is a disease that brings in this whole god element. It takes out the god element? That's weird. I mean, I mean, well, there's no reason why god and like science can't exist together. Like there's you can have them both in the same movies. Well, but... yeah, clearly it's the Marvel Universe. Magic and science are one and are the same. In? Clearly. Uh, or dimensions, you know. One dimension science is another dimension magic. <laughs> Listen, if we brought a computer to the past, they'd burn us at the stake. That's a fact. And then ask, what is this? <laughs> so what the fuck was this? Kill him. What is this? This is neat. <laughs> Look, it, it thus has naked women. Ah, what soul tar? What? <laughs> I'm throwing shit out. <laughs> Some people are gonna get it, other people won't because I'm not gonna explain it. Uh that's fair. The like the final fight ends with like, oh, uh like this new science that uh Blade is kinda ho hummed the, the the entire movie turns out to be the the savior in this vampire exploding juice that he kicks into Steven Dorf's fucking head. You you we didn't notice during the movie that um, some of the fight choreography in this, very reminiscent of another movie that comes out a year later, The Matrix came out in 99. Yeah. A lot of shit reminded me of The Matrix in the sense that, clearly, this happened first. Yeah. I'm not well, in any way saying knows, that the Wachowskis saw Blade. We're like, <laughs> oh, I oh, got it. it. That's what we're doing. Because you have to assume, well, this was being made, so was that. Yeah, they got to overlap a little, but probably. But there is kind of a, a cross there kind I of think, a thing of where you kind of like, oh, he's he rolls up in an office building. I think it's he's a stylistic a It is a very stylistic kind of thing. choice. Yeah. The, the, the trench coat, mm -hmm. the... Um, the the scenery in general. Yeah. Like, it's very kind of stark. 
Which um, well, I guess what I'm trying to get at is it, it kind of it just reminds me how much the Matrix really is kind of a comic book movie. Yeah, and a lot of people won't subscribe. They won't. To that. They, to they, it. won't they don't want to. They don't want to be like, well, Neo is Superman. Uh, Neo's Superman. Like I hate to break it to everybody, motherfucker, Superman. If he like, wanted to, yeah. he could actually shoot lasers out of his eyes. Yes, um, but enough about the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Too much already. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it's there's some very reminiscent um, stuff in it where I was just kind of like, oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know and, where I'm going with this. I just thought it was interesting. Well, like that's we mentioned all. it in the movie, and you know, like a lot of people, I think, would if they don't remember the the, the timeline correctly, they would just say, oh, well. Blade's ripping it from Matrix. Right, but, but it's the other way like, around. Not, Blade, again, not Blade saying the Matrix pulled it off. anything yeah, off. Yeah, Blade, Blade pulled it off yeah. before Matrix got there. Now, now, Matrix still did it better. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> oh, no one is denying that. <laughs> but there's, there is a lot of stuff bullet dodging. Um, yeah, Deacon Frost bullet dodges. Yeah. He doesn't necessarily bend over. No, it's not It's not. But it's a bullet dodge. Yeah, it's a bullet dodge. But is it, 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 is a, it is a fast dodge. Yeah. One thing actually that. They only do like twice in the movie, but it actually really bugs the shit out of me. Mm. Um, do tell. They speed up the footage. Well, that's a cheap way to make people look like they're moving faster. It wasn't even that. It was just like B footage. It was like B roll footage. Oh, to speed oh, yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. You try the time lapses. But yeah, even, to get you, forget you. The, like when he gets in the car. But it wasn't to, always used for time. For, no, it was just it's just a stylistic choice. That yeah, just to, to kind for. of. Yeah. Put a put a space between scenes. It's a weird choice for this movie. Yeah, um, but this is also the director of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, so which I like. I'm just saying this is also that director, so a lot of odd choices are made. Now, my question to you: Okay, do you think there could be another Blade movie? And I'm not talking about Wesley coming back. No, no, he's already doing that that one. Let's let. His cowboy blade movie let die for a okay, minute, okay. but until we do it on the podcast, well, clearly. <laughs> but do, do, could and I'm not saying in the world of Marvel Studios. I'm just saying could be, there be another blade? Be interesting movie? if it was. I mean, he never shows up in Avengers, but maybe they reference just so you know it's all connected. Ooh, ooh, I got it. <laughs> okay, I got okay. it. Hit me. Shield TV show. They do like a vampire episode yeah, and Blade. Blade just happens to be the guy. You know what? I have high hopes for the Shield episode to him bring and, in small and, characters like him that. And Luke Cage. Oh, I want Luke Cage! I want Luke Cage! I want Luke Cage so badly. And, and, and he like punches the head off a vampire and goes, "Sweet Christmas." <laughs> I don't need him in the same episode, but because like, no. clearly Luke Cage should be with Iron Fist. Yeah, he needs to be with Iron Fist. Yeah. No, but I think I, I think Blade is still a a, a character that still has... still marketable. He still has weight to him. I think what bogged down the movie, honestly, was that Wesley Snipes started taking it a little too seriously. He got really controlling. He became a producer, then like executive producer, you know. And, yeah. and I think he maybe even maybe helped write something, but unaccredited, like help with story plot, you know. Seems, you, you know what happens when you start allowing the actor to do stuff? They come up with stories and plots for movies. You know what happens? You get Superman for the quest for peace. That's what happens. You don't want to do that. Like it always seems like, I mean, just my personal opinion, Wesley Snipes always kind of seems to have this attitude about himself. Like, mm-hmm. like he's got this, uh, uh, I don't know if you call it, like a reputation to uphold. or, or He's anything. got a rep to protect, yeah. I, like, Which is odd. Being the the movie that I remember him looking like he had the most fun was when he was a drag queen. Yeah, 
Which, I mean, maybe has nothing to do with whatever rep he's trying to hold. No, but, but I'm just saying, he it, generally looked like he was having a good time making that movie, yeah, yeah. where I watched Passenger 57 on the thing, and like, oh, you ain't betting nothing. Like, there's so many movies where he's kind of just always playing, like, stoic. Mm-hmm. Like, my favorite Snipes movie is Demolition Man. Hands down. I had forgotten that until you said that right now. Oh, he's very charismatic in that. Yeah. Yeah, I take that back. Two Wong Fu and Demolition Man. Two, but, two of his best movies. But, like, so <laughs> many of his movies, he just plays, like, stoic mystery guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, like... And he doesn't do it well. Like, Art, he, Art of War, Murder at 1600... Passenger 57. I'm surprised I know this much. Wesley Good job. Snipes movie. I yeah. know, right? I didn't know you were his biographer. I'll be honest, I don't think I've seen any of those movies. <laughs> I haven't. I've not seen one of those movies. <laughs> but he does need to be in Expendables 3. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. He's, Him and Nick Cage. He's perfect. Yes. He's perfect. They're both. And let's be honest, he probably can use the word. Probably. I mean, he's just got out of the clink, you know. <laughs> he's got this Zombie Blade movie coming, but it's not, it's going straight to video. I'm, I'm sure we can get it now. <laughs> <laughs> you might. We should look into that. We haven't checked that up on that If you don't while. know what we're talking about, look it up online. He's in a weird Zombie Blade killing movie where he's like, he has uh, gray dreadlocks, and he's a cowboy, and he's killing vampire zombies in the Old West. Just Google all those words together. Yeah, you, you should find it. <laughs> yeah, you'll be all right. Or you could just go to his IMDb. Or that. <laughs> Whatever. If you want to do it the easy way. <laughs> Cut the middleman out. So you think there is still a marketable blade somewhere in the yes, future? Yes, but I think, but I think is... you fucking nailed it I think the in the show. I think that's perfect yeah. place for him. And, I mean, I, I, I like you said, I, I have real high hopes for the S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show. Yeah. Um, I've known some people that saw the pilot, and they just said it was unbelievably fun. Like, it, it takes oh, yes. every... Well, Joss Whedon directs the pilot. Granny, so, granny, you know, but, like, the, I was nervous for a second. Like, you kind of had a slow build. I didn't know where you were going to go. Well, and I, was I mean, scared. it's supposed to just... They happen. say it's very, very good, and it, it hits everything that you'd want in right a on. TV version of blah, blah, blah. You know, the Marvel Universe. Did they tell you how Phil Coulson... No, did? that's all over the internet. Everybody knows that. I haven't read it. I'm the one dude who doesn't know. Who doesn't go to movieissues.com. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fair. It's fair. I'm okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think he could work on the show. It would be solid. You know, I'm not not a reoccurring. No, one. just one, one. Maybe maybe he comes back a couple seasons season later or something. You know, see how it goes. You know, you know they can fight Dracula. <laughs> I'm Drop. out. I'm out. Dropped it. I'm out. That's it. That's it for the Blade podcast. <laughs> Good. So, if you like Blade, let us know. If you like vampires, let us know. Movieissues.com, at movieissues on Twitter. I'm getting better with the Twitter. You are. You're killing it. You're <laughs> killing I it. I get bored. And uh, it, the phone. I just bought an iPhone, y'all. It makes it easier. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, Spooky's not on Twitter, but you're you're holding it down pretty well. I fell asleep with it in my hand the other night. I felt really <laughs> pathetic. Like, <laughs> I was like, the fuck am I, 12? It, it's, it's happened. What it's am happened. I, a 16-year-old girl texting to the middle of the it's night? It's happened. Like, I mean, no. usually it's porn, but whatever. Whoa, dude. What? Come on. That's, that's not what I was doing. I was chalking. Yeah, no. I was talking about you. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> movieissues gmail.com <laughs> we're on Facebook you know that um, I hope you know that hit us up like us everywhere we're doing like we said we're doing this Star Wars 30 days uh, of May I'm loving it it's fun it's fun I want to just yeah it's it's a good time uh, get get all your friends everyone watches movies so there's no reason why no one wouldn't like this podcast if they if they, as long as they like good things, 
then th- this is a sure thing for them. So tell everyone about this podcast. Tell everyone about the Facebook. You know, what, whatever we're doing. You see some news that we're dropping like it's fucking hot? Share that shit. Be the first on your block to tell them what it is. Wow. Sorry, it's all that Wesley Snipes. You, you got it. Yes, because he is so gangster yeah. in this movie. You got the street up in me. Uh, I can't <laughs> wash my brain out. Uh, I'm your host, Leland, here with... Um, Emperor Fishy McClump. <laughs> Bow, bitch. <laughs> Bow down to your masters. <laughs> <laughs>